And we're live. Live from downtown Disney. This is, this is a live Saturday, Saturday night. night. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I love you. Hello and welcome to F Yeah Disney. We're your hosts, Julie and Jason. And we are here to give you an unfiltered view of all things Disney. We'll be covering events, news, history, food, and so much more. So strap on your ears, grab a churro, and enjoy today's episode of F, F yeah, yeah Disney. Disney. Hey, welcome to FBI Disney. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Today we're doing a special holiday celebration in the parks of WDW, uh, since we both live here on the west, or what, what coast are we on, the <laughs> east coast? <laughs> uh, we we're off to a great start today, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We wanted to uh, cover history within the Walt Disney World parks. Uh, this year we're going to be covering Magic Kingdom and Epcot, and then next year we're going to be covering MGM Studios and Hollywood, or, uh, Hollywood <laughs> MGM Studios. Studios and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And then uh, Animal Kingdom, since this is the first year Animal Kingdom is doing a holiday celebration of sorts, uh, next year we can discuss what that was all about. It was magical. Yeah, super magical. It was so magical, especially on December 18th. It was. You all hear about that in another episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, that being said, uh, the FBI and FBI Disney this week and this episode is going to be standing for family friendly. We're going to be starting uh, a monthly series on Disney history. Uh, and this is going to be a first and many that we're going to be doing. Uh, next year, we're going to be getting the new year kicked off with our new Fantasyland episodes uh, series. It's going to be like a six part series covering new Fantasyland, which I thought would be fun since it is a uh, new year. Uh, but for today, we're going to be discussing the holidays within Walt Disney World. And again, we're going to be covering Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And uh, I spent probably the last month and a half, I guess, something like that, doing research and putting together all this stuff. And then he said, I'm going to send it over to you. I really need you to edit it. And then he never sent it over to me. So, yeah. So that's what happened. There you go. So we do hope you enjoy this episode as uh, we are recording this on the eve of Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve Eve, y'all! 2019. And with that being said, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Feliz Navidad, and uh, Merry, Merry Christmas again to all you out there listening to this episode. Thank you so much for all the downloads and listens and love we've got this year. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We started halfway, I guess, in the year or so doing this podcast and... Uh, 2020 is going to be a lot of fun and exciting times for this podcast, so stay tuned for that. And now it's time for us to get into the history of Christmas in the Magic Kingdom and Epcot. The opening of Magic Kingdom in 1971, Christmas has been an annual celebration. Disney shares the spirit of Christmas with a massive tree covered in oversized ornaments and thousands of sparkling lights. Storefronts adorned with garland, enormous wreaths, 
and window displays showing the magic being sold inside each shop. On December 12, 1971, the Orlando Sentinel newspaper announced, Walt Disney World's first Christmas will be a spirited two-week holiday full of gaiety, tradition, colorful Disney character parades, and commemorative religious pageantry of the season. Yuletide decorations will bring added sparkle to the already fun-filled Magic Kingdom, decked out literally for Christmas with a giant tree and hundreds of wreaths of hemlock and holly. Special daily holiday parades, beginning December 20th, and two mammoth candlelight processionals are part of the spectacular events scheduled for the holidays. Florally adorned by poinsettias, snapdragons, petunias, and 50,000 pansies, the theme park will feature lights and decorations in each of the Main Street shop windows. And in Town Square, a snowy 50-foot Christmas tree, especially selected and cut from a forest in Paradise, Michigan, will serve as a colorful centerpiece for the festive theme park celebration. More than 1,200 lights and 1,000 giant ornaments adorn the tree. This excited future guests who plan on visiting during the inaugural holiday season at the Magic Kingdom. With admission to the park running $4.75, which included seven ride tickets and transportation, guests filled the 1,500 rooms between the Contemporary and Polynesian resorts to capacity for the two weeks leading up to Christmas. With an exception to Christmas Day, the park was open from 9 a.m. till midnight, and a holiday parade featuring marching toy soldiers, dancing reindeer, marching bands, girls playing glockenspiels, and 50 famous Disney characters came to life. Disney legend Charlie Ridgway, who at the time was Disney's press agent and oversaw the public relations department of the company, stated that the first year the Magic Kingdom was open, our 1,500 rooms in the Contemporary and Polynesian were booked up for a year. Attendance at Magic Kingdom increased steadily. It rose to 600,000 in the month of December. Hours were extended to midnight for the ho Christmas holidays. For three successive days at Christmas time, the gate totaled approached 70,000. For this inaugural holiday season, Disney began their first holiday parade on December 20th. It ran every day until January 2nd and was complete with marching toy soldiers, dancing reindeer, school marching bands, and 50 of Disney's famous characters, and of course, jolly old St. Nick. This parade was similar to the parade that ran simultaneously in Disneyland during the holiday season. Another special event that started during the first year of Magic Kingdom's holiday celebration was the Candlelight Processional. Starting at Disneyland in 1958, the Candlelight Processional became an honored tradition. Singers from the University of Southern California, along with local choirs, were joined by school bands and performed in Town Square with a celebrity narrator who performed a dramatic reading of the Christmas story. Dennis Morgan, an American actor and singer, held this position from 1961 to 1964, and Dick Van Dyke took on the honor in 1965 to promote Mary Poppins. Like in Disneyland, the show was performed in front of the Walt Disney World Railroad Main Street USA station in Town Square. The show took place on two nights, December 18th and 19th, at 6 p.m. with 1,200 carolers and Rock Hudson, another American actor, performing the narration both nights. Frederick Fennell conducted the orchestra, and boys' choirs made up the Christmas tree. The Candlelight Processional was moved to Epcot in 1994 after guests expressed that they wanted more shows. The American Garden Theater in the American Adventure Pavilion was capable of holding larger audiences of around 1,000 guests, becoming the dedicated location for such a performance. 
There were 30 performances that spanned 15 nights, and this year, 2019, 108 performances are scheduled across 36 nights. Performances run nightly from November 29th through December 30th, 2019. Dating back to December 16th, 1983, Disney hosted its first special ticketed holiday event, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. This started a yearly tradition for Disney, inviting guests who purchased a special event ticket to join the merry fun throughout the park. With special stops along Main Street and throughout the various lands of the park, hot chocolate and a variety of cookies are handed out included with admission. Along with a variety of free goodies, Disney also releases exclusive merchandise and snacks that can only be purchased for guests who attend the party. The festivities begin at 7 p.m. each night of the event, and the snope begins to fall. Being in Florida, a state that has seen snowfall less than a handful of times in the last hundred years, Disney has created a magical edition of Snope, which gives guests visiting the party that feeling of a white Christmas. Throughout the years, Disney has perfected the art of snowfall, including this year's party with what seems to be the first ever Snope blizzard. There is a bit of science behind the magic of Snope, and according to Steve Zygmunt of Zygmunt Magic FX, the company that creates artificial snow for Disney World in Florida, these aren't your typical suds. To call it a bubble is like calling David Copperfield's work tricks, or calling Broadway community theater, he said. Zygmunt said the bubbles in fake snow are a complex feat of engineering that results in long-lasting residue-free flakes. It starts with a liquid that is mostly water and something called a surfactant. Surfactants are naturally occurring compounds that give substances like water a lower surface tension, which means less tension is needed for the substance to form a surface. Along with the magical snope, Cinderella's castle comes alive as Elsa, Anna, and Olaf pay Magic Kingdom a visit. Olaf, along with the help from guests watching, encourages Elsa to change the castle into a magical ice castle. This effect is created by the use of 3D projection mapping technology, along with thousands of white lights and a changing hue of teal and purple projected lights. The special lighting happens daily at 6.15 and then again around 8.15 on party nights. Since the inception of the holiday dream lights, this version of Cinderella's castle is a favorite among guests. Starting November 8th of 2019, an all-new firework display made its debut with Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks. In addition to the fireworks is Mickey's Once Upon a Time Christmas Parade. This parade has seen its updates and name changes over the years. It debuted in 1994 as Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade and entertained crowds up until 2007 when its name was changed to its current one. During the first week of December, Disney films a special parade at the Magic Kingdom specifically for television which airs on ABC Christmas Day. The very first year this parade aired, it was hosted by Joanne London and Michael Douglas and has aired annually since 1983, with the only exception being in 2000 when Disney aired a Christmas Eve tracking Santa special instead. In 1999, a nighttime version of the parade was shown on Christmas Day for the first time. Over the years, the television program has gone through a number of name changes. During the 1980s and 90s, the program was known as the Walt Disney World Very Merry Christmas Parade. The program's name was then changed to Walt Disney World's Christmas Day Parade. From 2009 through 2013, the program was referred to as the Disney Parks Christmas Day Parade. For a few years after that, the program's name would change on a yearly basis. 
being known as Disney's Parks Frozen Christmas Celebration in 2014, Disney Parks Unforgettable Christmas Celebration in 2015, Disney Parks Magical Christmas Celebration in 2016 and 2017, and finally Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade in 2018. The tradition continues with the newest rendition airing Christmas Day 2019. As Walt Disney World's annual attendance expanded, so did their footprint. In 1982, the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, or Epcot, opened its gates and offered visitors an all-new theme park that became a must-do when visiting Walt Disney World. Riding the coattails of Magic Kingdom, Disney knew they needed to spice things up at Epcot to give guests a reason to stay into the evening. Beginning in 1994, the Candlelight Processional moved to Epcot due to guests, creating a high demand for more shows. It has grown from a simple procession of candlelit carolers into a magnificent classical concert fe featuring a thousand-voice massed choir made up of choirs from around the area. The Living Christmas Tree, featuring an all-cast choir, orchestra, fanfare trumpets, bell choir, soloists, sign language interpreter, guest conductor, and celebrity narrator. This show, which celebrates the birth of Jesus, has continued to be a favorite for guests attending this annual tradition. When the candlelight processional moved from the Magic Kingdom to Epcot, the only place that seemed fitting, much less able to hold the capacity of all those in attendance, was the American Gardens Theater across from the American Pavilion. Just a year before, the theater received a bit of a makeover. While it was originally designed as an open-air theater, a partial cover, a backstage dressing area, and show equipment area were added during a refurbishment that was completed before the inception of the Magical World of Barbie stage show, which lasted a year after being revised several times. Walt Disney World knew that the holiday-themed events were becoming a major factor for enticing guests to visit the parks during the Thanksgiving to New Year time period. To help boost attendance, Epcot started to expand their holiday offerings and knew they were going to need something to draw the crowds to their park besides the candlelight processional. In 1994, Epcot debuted a holiday light show called Lights of Winter. This display was an archway that spanned over the walkway between what was the Fountain of Nations and the promenade leading towards the iconic Christmas tree alongside the World Showcase Lagoon. The light display contained 30,000 lights, which were synchronized to holiday music and ran throughout the evenings from mid-November to the end of December. Sadly, in January 2009, Disney announced the lights were not going to return that year with what some feel to be the lamest excuse Disney has ever had. According to Thomas Smith of the official Disney blog tweeted, Disney blog tweeted, Yes, the lights of winter canopy has been enjoyed for years, but the technology to operate the light is obsolete, prompting us to retire the lights and find a new experience. By 1996, two years after the lights of winter show debuted, Epcot revealed its newest holiday offering. Holidays Around the World. This was the first rendition of what was reimagined in 2016 with the Epcot Festival of the Holidays. This started what had become Epcot's holiday tradition with a collection of three unique events. Holidays Around the World, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth's Peace on Earth Holiday Enhancement, and Joyful, a gospel celebration of the season. Each day of the holiday season, Epcot's World Showcase comes to life as each of the pavilions allows guests to experience their holidays traditions and cultural diversity. There are storytellers in each country sharing tales about their native traditions unique to their country. 
In Mexico, guests celebrate with Los Tres Reyes, or the Three Kings, as they share their story of their journey to find baby Jesus. In Norway, Sigrid tells tales of Jelenison, the Christmas gnome. The Monkey King in China tells stories of the Chinese New Year. In Germany, St. Nicholas and Helga speak of holiday traditions, the first Christmas, and the Nutcracker. La Bafana talks to guests about how Italy celebrates the Epiphany. In America, Santa and Mrs. Claus present Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa in Santa's workshop. In Morocco, guests find Tarji, sharing the customs of Ramadan and Ashura. In Japan, the Daruma doll seller talks about the Japanese New Year. Père Noël recreates the magic of Christmas in France, reading a letter from a little girl. Father Christmas in the United Kingdom shares stories of English and American traditions. And finally, in Canada, Noël the lumberjack tells his story to find Santa at Christmas time. Depending on the weather and how fast a guest may travel, it is certainly possible to hear all of the holiday traditions in the World Showcase in a single day. Along with the storytelling around the world, Joyful, a gospel celebration of the season, features a collection of talented gospel singers and musicians playing favorites of the holidays. The show airs several times throughout the day and can now be seen at the World Showcase Lagoon. And up until 2018, during this time of year, Illuminations Reflections of Earth Peace on Earth Holiday Enhancement added a new grand finale featuring holiday colors and a spectacular array of sparkling explosions over the World Showcase Lagoon. With the end of Illuminations in 2019, this also ended the third addition to the holiday celebration. Since the debut of the temporary show Epcot Forever, no holiday magic was added to end this show. Bah humbug. In addition to all of the festivities around the park, Disney is also dreaming of a green Christmas. The 1,500 Christmas trees at Walt Disney World Resorts won't be the only green holiday delights each season as Walt Disney World Resort hotels glow with new conservation lighting. More than 700,000 LED lights in all. String the bulbs end to end and the strand would stretch for 96 miles or light the path from Jacksonville to Orlando, all while using one-tenth of the power of traditional incandescent bulbs. And beginning in November 2007, 200,000 LED Christmas lights were used to light the Castle Dream lights on Cinderella's Castle. As Walt Disney World expanded the holidays throughout the parks, they also expanded them into MGM slash Hollywood Studios and eventually into Animal Kingdom. On next year's episode of A Holiday Tradition in Walt Disney World, we will be discussing further details on those two parks. But in the meantime, we do hope you enjoy this episode of a little bit of history at Walt Disney World during the holidays. So until next episode, thanks so much again for tuning in. And remember, as the great Walt Disney once said, if you believe in a thing, believe in it all the way. Death certificate.